Previously, on the lineage of Moonreach, the wolves battled dragons above the city of Deepminster. Everyone had their moment. Pinwin was the one to strike the final blow against one of the dragons as he took over its mind and plummeted it into the depths of the sea. Then there was a very heartfelt goodbye as the wolves bid farewell to Herstag and Romar and had a traditional dwarven funeral for them. And some of the terrain features of Wolves Rest changed during that. Since then, 180 days has passed since they received that cryptic message and cavalier message from Calcifer explaining that in one year's time, things was about to pop off. They've been spreading their networks out, getting things prepared, learning and gathering information, and generally just getting ready for what appears to be a massive conflict in their near future. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast! Hey. <laughs> We're... <laughs> What's that? Hey. <laughs> Billy sensitive about how he laughs. <laughs> All right, man. No one's looking at you. <laughs> a weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas. I play Tamar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. That's right. Each week, we record for your listening pleasure. We are in episode 76. Seven. 77! <laughs> and <laughs> surprise, surprise, <laughs> I got it wrong, but uh, we're also in our final arc hey, we have of a review. this campaign. <gasps> we do have a review. Yeah. Uh, so I found this review on CastBox. Uh, which is cool. You guys can place reviews wherever. Uh, I would recommend iTunes so we can find them easier. So I don't, I don't know how long this has been sitting there, but I thought I would shout them out. This is from Anissa B. Well, I feel like it's t- my time to post a review. Finally actually getting around to listening, and I absolutely am in love with it. Still catching up, but your guys' role playing really inspired me to getting into character better. Austin can back me up on that. Thank you so much for posting this amazing podcast. Uh, I'm assuming she's Austin's wife, who had previously reviewed us. So, Dervy mistress. Yeah. Is Austin with the, the same last name? <laughs> yeah. Baby likes me. Yes. Thank you, Anissa. Aw, thank yes. you. Thank you. Yeah. And again, if you leave okay. us reviews, we will read them. So that's right. And if if it's in somewhere strange, just like shoot us a line and be like, "Hey, I left your review yes. on this specific platform." Yeah. I wrote it down on parchment paper and I buried it at the crossroads in Louisiana. Oh, that'd be it. fun. That'd be fun. We could go on a road trip. You just <laughs> dig it up. It says sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Screw me or whatever. I've heard better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to give us a uh, treasure hunt, that would be fantastic. Coordinates. Yeah. Aside from this, our lives are very boring. So. Yes. Yes. Mostly yes. Just, <laughs> yes. Mostly just work, food, food poisoning. 
<laughs> and <laughs> just bits. counting down time till the end. <laughs> till the end. <laughs> and miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah, that's everything else. Yeah, there's a very big file for miscellaneous. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, yes. So thank you for that. Uh, that awesome review and please feel free to leave reviews we love reading them and we will read every single review we receive uh so let that uh spark your uh generosity for a review anyway i think it's time for the around the campfire question i am uh tonight's around the campfire question comes from brett as one of our patrons he has uh the ability to suggest around the campfire questions Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I yes. Didn't get the sound effects. <laughs> Sorry. It's not official yet. I now was, it is. I was late. Yeah. All right. So this <laughs> question comes from Brett, and he asked for the Around the Campfire question, tell us your favorite memory of Herstag. Now, for those of you listening, you may remember that Herstag was one of the people uh, that we did a funeral for. He was a PC, um, and he is now gone. So it seems fitting to give a uh, favorite personal memory of Herstag, starting with, um, let's do Tomar. Probably seeing all of his weird wild shapes and that he had a beard every time still and thinking how weird that is and how counterintuitive that would be for <laughs> like actually scouting somewhere if you, if you have a dwarven beard on like a giant eagle or a spider um but also he usually was overwhelmingly positive about whatever situation so i always admired that about him gorble there were a lot of really good memories with Herstag. he was a fun dude especially one-on-one but probably my favorite was one night we were walking around outside and I saw a bush with some berries on it. I was asking him if they were edible. He knew a lot more about nature than I did. And he said they're called the sapna berries. Upon a little bit more conversation, I found out they make you hallucinate. So Herstag and I had a really good night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did. I don't know about him. He's just freaked out the next time. Well... (laughs) <laughs> Dripping balls. <laughs> Very nice. Pinwin. Well, yeah, there were a lot of good memories. I mean, like there was a time where I opened up to him about my dad and he was such a good listener and it was so nice. Um, and he comforted me and that was really sweet. And it was pretty fun whenever he did like the weird like hip thrust thing when he casted the spell. But um, I think one of the times that sticks out to me that just I just love it and it was so fun was when we were in Gorbel's palace and we got to give him a little makeover, got him in a bath, <laughs> braided his beard. I just something about braiding and bonding. It just I love it. So, yeah, I don't know. Probably that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So, all of the above. <laughs> Willem. I have two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a player, Billy's favorite Herstag moment is when he jumped off of the huge like uh, pedestal mm-hmm. when we were in the Belderac because it was so fucking stupid. And we all were like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and he, he could have avoided the whole thing. Uh, but just the tenacity was fucking hilarious. Uh and then Willem, my favorite memory of Herstag is watching him try to court Elphaba mm. oh. at the uh, at the party in Wolf's Rest. Mm. Mm. It was good. 
That was a good time. I have another one, since I didn't say a specific one. I really liked when he cast Feeble Mind on Rytus. Oh, yeah. That was... Fucked him up forever, basically. A strange element of just, like... That was terrifying. Like, it's like viciousness. Yeah. That was gangster. <laughs> he was having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> bad mood. <laughs> well, that's nice. So uh, to answer your question, Brett, see above. Um, all right. So shall we uh, get started with this final arc of this campaign? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Jawsome. <laughs> all right. So. You guys learned through Thundara, Ofe Draun Thundara, that her sister contacted her in her dreams. And she learned that her sister would be going to Three Bridges for some purpose. It seemed important that you guys get there as well. So we will open to a scene in Three Bridges. There's an explosion of wood as the glowing form of a heavily armored dwarf smashes through several market stalls in pursuit of a target. A lithe, horrible beast, a product of an open portal, dodges out of the way and leaps to the outside wall of a building, scaling it in moments. Oi, who's that? One man asks his friend. The human nudges his half-elf companion and motions toward the commotion. They're one of them wolves. From the ground, the dwarf hurls his cruel cudgel with the flaming central section at the beast and the creature leaps into the air at the last second, the warhammer shattering a section of roof. They stow my iron fist, the half-elf relays, called the enkindled one by some. I heard they also call him Giant Crusher, because he beat down a giant outside of Rose Lake with that hammer of his. But any dwarf I talk to refer to him as Goradwed. What's that mean? says the human. Seems it means Dwarf Father. With a twist of his wrist, the weapon returns to the dwarf magically, and he launches into the air with magical wings of fire flying at the beast. There's several thwacks of bowstrings, and arrows pepper the area around the beast on the roof. Several strike true, and the beast cries out in anguish. From the opposite roof, a small form continues rapid-firing from his bow. Curly red hair is visible under the cowl of a majestic cloak, as the halfling chuckles and hums to himself, firing more wanton arrows that strike the beast. That's Penguin Dingleroot. They call him Dragon Master. He possessed them dragons that attacked Deepminster and got them to turn on each other. Then he hurled one of them into the sea. There's a stunned awe from the human as he watches the bowman continue his assault. Tomar hits the beast with his hammer, and it recoils, and then turns quickly and begins fleeing across the rooftops, ferociously quick and leaping from building to building. There's a streak of yellow color along the rooftops now, and suddenly a half-orc woman appears in front of the devil spawn and slashes out with a cruel, black-bladed sword. Ah! the half-elf exclaims. That's the golden flash, Gobble the Adorable. Nothing on this plane is faster than her, nor more beautiful. The human watches as the woman dodges a few blows and then leans over to fire a stinking cloud of yellow poison at the beast. (laughs) Wounded, the creature leaps out of the way. The two men watching this feel a breeze whip past them. They catch the vague scent of a pleasant cologne. What was that? Says the human. There's a groan as one of the buildings seems to have something moving quickly along its surface. And then, just as the beast is about to strike back at Gorble, it freezes and blood issues from the beast's throat and the top of his head. 
appearing in midair as a handsome half-elf garbed in black with longish strawberry blonde hair caked in the blood of his kill. He holds a dagger in his hand, and it appears that this is the weapon that killed the beast. His invisibility now dropped, the half-elf gives Gorbel a thumbs up. That, says the man on the ground, might be the scariest of all. Death himself, Willem Valtel, called the Unseen by some, the Phantom by others. In fact, he moves silently and swiftly like a specter, and can kill you from any range. He's truly the thing that goes bump in the night. The two men on the ground stare up at the warriors as they assemble over the corpse of their quarry and begin high-fiving. <laughs> Just like normal. Yeah, yeah. Cow a motherfucking bunga, guys. So those are the wolves of Moonreach? The human asks. Those are the wolves of Moonreach, his companion returns. Wow. Then, Gorbel turns to them, noticing them suddenly. Hey! She says. It's not safe. Get the hell out of here, you nerds. The two men start and then quickly race away. Why are they here? The human man asks, out of breath in their flight. <sighs> Dunno, says the other. But if they're here, that means shit's about to go south quick. You have all found yourselves in the city of three bridges. It is called that because of the three primary bridges that it, the city was built around. The upper echelon is reserved for many of the, like, artisans and the businesses and the nobles. There is a lower section of the city, closer to the waters, and those are reserved for taverns and some of the more seedy elements of the city itself. Um, and some of the, the pores, they, uh, they tend to <laughs> congregate the <pores>. down there. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the less fortunate... Um, it's the red light district. Yeah, are down there. Y you'll recall, well, you as characters, most of you I don't think have been here. So allow me to tell you, there are many canals through three bridges. And in fact, the majority of travel is done by boats and ferries uh, across the different channels. And uh, there are many, many of them because this is a large spread out city that resides in a swamp. And far off in the distance, you can see the marshes and all the trees that uh, populate the area. And it, it's kind of down into a, a valley, and hills kind of swell up into the distance as well. It's, it's very picturesque, if you like swamps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. But it is a well-crafted city um, uh, formed out of Dova uh, stone, which is a form of limestone from Mirenlug. And uh, so everything is kind of a russet and sand-colored quality uh, in its, like, the, the roads and everything like that. But in kind of contrast to this, most of the buildings are painted very brightly and, and fun. So as to kind of take away from the drab nature of the stone that it's constructed on. You have been invited to Miss Penny Lively's mansion. As part of a deal brokered by Pinwin, Gorbel, and Dealdane, um, a business dealings, if you will, uh, she's been interested in acquiring the rights to have her own Busty Belbus Tavern in town. And when they arrived, they found that it was Miss Penny Lively, who you'll recall you all rescued um, and uh, helped her brother during that heist in Earth Valley. It was not on the podcast, but that was... Heart Valley. Heart Valley. I apologize. I keep saying Earth Valley. I don't know why. 
and uh, probably because it's like a word jumble. Of yeah, heart. Oh, maybe that is weird. Just flip the H around. Damn, that's wild. Um, <laughs> words are weird, man. Words of crazy dog. Um, so yes, you have all been invited to her mansion, and currently, you've all been waiting in the uh, in the drawing room. Were we uh, in Three Bridges when we were kicking ass just now? Yes. This is shortly after that. You guys have noticed that portals have been opening up around Vildalyn. And when you arrived here to figure out what the plan was, you found that one of the portals opened up and some hellspawn kind of poured out. You guys made quick work of them. They're, they didn't seem to be too difficult for you to deal with. And now that you're here, the the villagers, the city dwellers are... Kind of, they treat you with reverence. And now that Three Bridges is a an ally of Wolves Rest, um, you can you feel like you can breathe a little easy here, even uh, even if you were to go into the lower levels of the city. But here you are in uh, in the drawing room, awaiting Miss Penny Lively to arrive. You can see that it's very ornate, lots of books, uh, lots of comfy. Uh, sitting areas, chairs, couches. Um, it's a large expanse, and uh, there is a butler that stands at the ready next to the door. But for now, you guys are just kind of chilling. Is it just Dane, Pinwin, and myself? No, it's all of you. Oh, we're all going. Yes. Okay. So, so why did we wait 180 days? Like, because you were trying to gather information. You guys have been preparing for this like event a year in the future but you hadn't made any headway now that it just happens to be 180 days later you all finally found that a lead if you will with Thundara's sister Lalette and she's rumored to be coming here to Three Bridges for some purpose additionally it is Willem Valtel's birthday today ah what is on your birthday? Birthday business. <laughs> How old are you now? 49. That's not right. Uh, 24? Uh-oh. 22. Oh, shit. I'm a baby. Yeah, you're all, you're all pretty young. Aww. Except for, except for Pinwin, who is <laughs> sexy for some reason. 24. Enough. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> I'm big. I'm the oldest. <laughs> so, did we just schedule this meeting by convenience, like we knew Thundara's sister was going to be there, so we're like, "Oh, let's get yeah, this, uh, yeah, this bar transfer underway." Well, the the it's been kind of underway, but uh, Miss Penny Lively, when you arrived, indicated that if you uh, if if you stayed with her, she had some information about what you're looking for. So you're essentially waiting for her to arrive because it seems like she has something that might interest you. I got to tell you guys, it's nice being able to walk around. Everyone knows who we are. You don't got to hide it. We haven't really had the council fucking with us or anything, you know? So I mean, because they're dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's And sometimes, you know, you just want to go I where think everybody knows your name. <laughs> the moral of the story here is life is a lot easier when your enemies are dead. And if you eradicate the government. This mm. took a weird mm. turn, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You guys, were ta- subject. you guys were talking about birthday shots. Let's get back on that. Oh, yeah. yeah do you happy celebrate birthday. Where do you want to go after? Like, I haven't celebrated a birthday with you since we were little, so. I haven't yet, have I? No. 
I haven't yet. I'm excited. <laughs> what are we going to do? Well, I mean, drink, right? Tavern? Yeah. yeah. We're going to open a tavern and then we're going to christen it. <laughs> yeah. We'll I have mean, to make sure they're doing the humble brew right. The contents of our stomachs I mean, on the we floor. Do, we do have business here. We got to keep an eye on that. Mm. But we also have party here. Yes. I mean, that's part of the business. Yeah. It's business, on the agenda. Business, birthday, bash. Did you bring any of Let's stuff? I opened my cowl. <laughs> There's a bunch of alcohol in there. <laughs> Taped to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Could we say that we would have brought some truth juice? I mean, that's... Uh, I essentially say that that's a given. Okay, good. You got... You got it in spades. It's uh, there's a surplus of it. Yeah, because those snakes have to be getting big. Did we bring Thundara with us? You did not. Is she in Wolf's Rest? She is in Wolf's Rest. Who's watching over Thundara? That would be up to you guys. She's still very weak, even though she has been her symptoms have been abolished. She is not for travel. She mostly stays. In like resting, still, like, still got the jelly bones. <laughs> She's not for travel. She is for stationary. <laughs> Just flop her into one of the cells. <laughs> <laughs> she can slide through. <laughs> She's like Alex one of those Mac. Alex, villain. the secret <laughs> life of Alex Mac. Secret world of Alex Mac. I, don't I think, remember. I think yeah. it's world. I think yeah. you're right. Secret world of Alex Mack. Uh, she's one of those toys that you get out of the quarter machine at Kmart that you <laughs> stick to the wall. The yeah. Yeah. Oh and then my. it just collects dirt God. and just here. grime. Yeah. <laughs> just I, had an, I basically had an addiction to those. I don't know if you like fully understand. Like, oh, like eating them? or Oh, just fucking with them. Like It was oh, my okay. favorite. I thought this was like my strange addiction. You're like eating a mattress. <laughs> No, I just like just stick them on windows, hitting Kyle with them. How many kids? How many kids have eaten them, thinking that they're like gummies? Is that a thing? I feel like I mean, Michaela ate one. I've bitten one. No, <laughs> but sometimes I would pull their hands off. Yes, mm. they yeah. don't taste good. Yeah, you get to a point. Very interesting. Like, so you guys are in this uh, drawing room. Deal Dane is there with you guys. He uh, he brokered this deal, and you guys have found that Deal Dane is exceptionally good at reading people and making connections where otherwise doors might close. And he's always, even though he's been a little shady, he's always had your best interests at heart. And Gorble and him had a uh, a few conversations where he pretty much indicated that he's in your camp mostly because he, from the beginning has thought that there was there was something about you guys where you would end up in a position of power, and he likes to be as close to power as possible. He's a star fucker. <laughs> Who's Dildane again? The dwarven, um, basically gang boss slash merchant slash... He's just got a lot of network okay, connections. I remember. He was yeah. from Ravenmore, uh, gotcha. and he was the one who brought those fucked up things yeah. in the crates... But then, yep. he, but he all he was assigned to do that, and he also told you about it the minute he stepped off That's the boat. That's true, because I remembered that we had some salt with him. He was like, that, was, that sucked. That was that. Okay, it. I, I'm there. Okay, lots of people to remember. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> <Yep>. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> 
I apologize <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Seth has like a whole Sybil situation going on in his head right now. Sometimes Michaela's having dinner with Seth. Sometimes she's having dinner with Curdu's uh, <laughs> River, River Trapper. Trapper. Yeah. Sometimes it's Busty Belba. <laughs> and those are my favorite. <laughs> um. So, yes, yeah, Deal Dan has his legs propped up. My friends, my friends, thank you so much for the invite. This is just wonderful of you. I am really, really liking this city. Um, I think we got something good here. I just, I just think it's good. Well, we'll remember why we brought you. Oh, I would not forget why you brought me. It is for my esteemed ability. Deal Dan, how many friends do you have in the area? Many, many friends. I've got, uh, just off the top of my head, probably 30, 40, something like that. So you think that this bar is going to get a lot of patronage? I will I will make sure of that, because I don't go into business dealings without knowing that uh, I will be making some money off of it. So I can pretty much guarantee this will be a successful venture. Okay. And it's just going to be a tavern, right? Absolutely. There, there aren't any basement dealings or back room uh, I I am not in going to be dealing with the construction that is completely up to uh, Mrs. None, Penny Lively no Rothian roulette going on in the basement <laughs> there you go. yeah 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 that's what we're talking about my friends I am an honest man now I have turned a page and I am as you say cleaning up my act how come I haven't seen you up in the temple of worker I yet because I just doesn't interest me should I, should I? Maybe I. Maybe I'll go. It's just religion is. Okay, a very... you don't have to go just because he suggested it. Well, I mean, it is part of our heritage as dwarves. I understand where you're coming from. You're, you're right, Tomar. I should go. It's, I've been so busy. This has been such an exciting venture. I haven't been able to really set aside set aside time to do it. But I will. I promise, my friend. Yeah, you don't have to. It's okay. No, no, it's fine. You I, can I just no, tell it's no. it's a, it's thing. It's a thing. <laughs> Right. My friend, you'll see me there next of... What day do we go there? Uh, I'm probably going back in like three days. In three days, we will make sure that I am there in attendance for this sermon. Is it a sermon that they do there? You can just tag along and watch. I will do that. I mouth across the room. You don't have to. And then I say, she's godless. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go nowhere when she dies. <laughs> and I, I chime in with, we are godless. <laughs> and then we high five. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, uh, I, I am interested. It is. Uh, it's very strange how how many uh, of these little devil spawn things are coming through portals. It seems to the frequency continues to grow. Um, thankfully, you're all here to deal with it. I don't know what I would do. Oh yeah, you definitely didn't help very much in the fight. What? I am not martial in any sense of, of the word. You you know this about me. I I have. Always had other people fight for me. I've, I'm just, I'm, I, I've, I'm not, I've not been able to do that. Do you remember in Ravenmore when you guys beat up a bunch of my lackeys? Oh, we remember. Yeah, see, it's, it's you didn't hit me. Speaking of your lackeys, I didn't hit you. Speaking of your lackeys, how many, how many portals have they reported? Um, it, I, the last report was five in, in the vicinity of about fifty miles of here. Of here, yes, but they're opening up all over Vietnam. What's so important about here? When did they start opening up? Uh, the first report came in about a month ago. Okay, so not like 
we got here and then portal started opening Did up. Did anyone ever report like somebody like the master being here? Uh, I have not heard anything like that yet. Um, uh, this master, from what you've told me, uh, wears a mask, um, floats around with a big red robe, right? I, I've asked and no one... There's no, There doesn't seem to be any off-color characters rolling around. Maybe just us. Maybe. He doesn't. He doesn't wear a mask anymore. Oh yes, I forgot. You have his mask. Yes. Unless he made a new one. Yeah, that's true. He gets him from the same store. Could be an <laughs> innovative man. Innovative dude. Now he has to wear his weekend mask. All <laughs> I get all my masks from masks and stuff. <laughs> mask emporium. Mascaporium. Masca. Mascapatorium? Mask C's instead of Macy's. Ah. <laughs> 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 mask Mart. <laughs> Office masks. There we go. There it is. There it is. We got there. We got there. Miss Penny Lively is taking a few minutes. Yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it doesn't seem like the nicest thing to do to uh, make your, your people wait. Is I that mean, a power move? I'd, I would say if it, if we hadn't met her already, it would be a power move, but maybe she's just busy. She left How? us these biscuits, though. Yeah, they're very tasty. Willem abstains. How big is the room? Um, Room's about 30 by 40. It's pretty big. Uh, desk, like office looking? Um, no, it's it's definitely like kind of like there's almost like a library in a sense. There's a bunch of rows of books and then comfy chairs and stuff to sit on. But no, there's not much as by way of like desks. I'm going to peruse the bookshelf. Okay. You see a lot of uh, books that mm, definitely seem to be there as more like more form than function. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, old history books and stuff like that. Do That's any of them me. catch my eye? Do uh, any of them look out of place? Give me perception. That's a net 20 with a plus 9, so 29. Uh, one book in particular seems to be uh, strange looking. It doesn't really look like a book, and as you examine it, you realize that it's not a book. It's, Secret door? It's a lever of some kind. Secret door. I, <laughs> I put my hand on it, and I turn around to the guys, and I'm just like, uh, Penny Lively's getting railed on the other side. <laughs> of the secret door. I, I just kind of point. I just kind of point. And I'm like, secret. <laughs> well, yes. Don't do anything. Yeah, with it. do it. No. <laughs> do we it. are guests. Not everyone who has a secret book door is evil. I mean, I pull maybe. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Willem! The bookshelf what? slides What's aside. In there? What's in there? And there is a chamber, uh, not sorry, not a chamber, a darkened hallway on the other side of this. Doors? No doors that you can see, but it goes on pretty deep. Close the goddamn bookshelf. <laughs> but what's in there? It doesn't matter. It could be a guest bathroom for all you know. <laughs> Just close well, in, it. In that case, I did have a lot of coffee this morning, so <laughs> uh, I explore it. All right, Willem enters the passage. I'll follow. I close the, the bookshelf. <laughs> okay, so Pinwin and Willem, you enter the passage. We need Pinwin for the meeting. Is it dark in there now? Yeah, it's still dark, uh, but you have dark vision and you have your goggles, okay. so it's dim. Um, and you guys move down the path a little bit. Uh, we'll come back to you in just a second. Okay. I did close the bookshelf, by the okay. way, because I didn't want it to be obvious that they just snuck off somewhere. <laughs> Uh, we need to make up an excuse for them or something. The butler is literally just staring at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Saw everything. (laughs) We get more biscuits. (laughs) Are these are these free? 
<laughs> bottomless bag for the biscuits. Bottomless biscuits. Bottomless biscuit business birthday bash. Holiday cheddar bay biscuits. <laughs> They've got just a sprinkling of cinnamon on them. We are about to enter fucking business negotiations right now, and we have people creeping around in this lady's wall. Yeah, I agree. And I'm like the last person you want being in these negotiations. So, like, what the fuck? Us You're gonna have to be the the talky one. I'll That's nothing bag. new. You're fine. Hopefully, there just isn't an interdimensional portal down that hallway. I don't give a shit about their safety right now. I care about <laughs> this business deal. Yeah, they're making you look like a fool. It's Pinwin's deal. <laughs> I mean, don't you have partial ownership of Bussy Bubbles? Well, this took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking twice about partnering with Pinwin in the future. All right. Said on the other side. <laughs> uh, back to uh, Willem and Pinwin. You guys are just making your merry way down this uh, down this passageway and it takes a few turns but it stays just a single uh, single path no T intersections no T intersections Thank to be seen fuck. as far as the eye can see and then just beyond the where the eye can see <laughs> <laughs> there's a T intersection no uh, mother fuck eventually you guys reach a uh, a wooden door uh, with the metal slats in it you can't see through it but it is it has an iron ring but no lock no luck. Uh, can we hear anything on the other side? Give me perception, both of you. Okay, day. Right fucking crack crevice. There we go. Uh, that eels. A 23. Mm-hmm. 17 plus 16. Lots. So, 33. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys don't hear anything. The room sounds completely empty to your ears. There's no movement. Nothing at all. Can I discern if there are any wardings or traps or anything that would trigger upon opening this door? Uh, from that, I would say no. You weren't. You don't discern anything. It just seems like a door. Is it a push or a pull? Pull. All right. I look at Pinwin. I'm opening the door. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm positioning myself behind the door. <laughs> As it, o- it opens. It opens into a medium-sized chamber, completely featureless, uh, save for a table and a chest. And on the table are a few books. And the there is a uh, treasure chest against the back wall. Oh, Willem, there's treasure. <laughs> Hold fast. What are the books? Uh, the books look like they are written out family histories of the Penny Lively family. Oh, that's nice. Uh, any sort of like ledgers or anything like that or mm, business mm. dealings, just personal, personal effects. Okay. Uh, anything else in the room? Uh, no, that's it. Windowless? Windowless. It's a completely barren chamber other than these two items. Uh, the chest, is there a lock on it? Uh, yes, but it, uh, yeah, it just looks like a standard lock. So okay. you would easily be able to pick this lock. I you mean, can tell. We shouldn't. It's not our treasure to take. I We're mean, not taking anything. Thing. I don't even like, think that we should be looking in I it. mean, we probably shouldn't be here, but I do, like, what's in there? Well, she could, shouldn't I mean, have kept us waiting, if I'm being honest. She knows the She knows the deal. But um, but we're not going to take anything. No. Uh, but I kind of want to see. No, we're not doing that. We're not going to see. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Uh, Roll perception to try to peek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say. Pinwin goes through people's medicine cabinets. <laughs> totally. Uh, are we able to discern, like, are there. 
I don't know why we would have this inkling, but are we able to tell if there are any maybe live creatures in this chest? Um, give me a perception check. You'd think I'd recognize a mimic again, hopefully. 19. <laughs> uh, 29. 12 plus 17. I thought you said 16 before. Nope. Okay. I rolled 16. <laughs> plus 17. Um, no, it seems as though, like, if you were, like, it, it doesn't give you, like, any sort of monster vibe, and it doesn't seem like there's any living thing inside of this chest. Okay. We should probably let this one be. Uh, the books. <laughs> Uh, do they have titles? Uh, yeah, they all, they're like volume ones, two, and three of the Penny Lively family history. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they're gigantic. They're pretty big. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll just ask her about her treasure, but she could lie. Put a pin when in that one. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's leave this, shut the door, and head back. All right. See you guys. Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head back. Now back to Tomar, Gorbel, and Dildane in the uh, in the room. Uh, the door opens up, and the beautiful form of Miss Penny Lively uh, appears. She is a half orc woman with uh, like light green skin. She has a very ornate style of dress. A lot of like the the clothing itself is like well made on her but she has a lot of like drapery hanging from like her arms and uh kind of a train uh coming off of the back there uh fabric train and uh she her eyes light up when she sees all of you guys i approach to greet her gobble miss penny lively you look well it is so wonderful to see you it's again good gobble to see you too. she shakes your hand very like firmly how's your brother He's doing quite well, in fact. He's uh, he's off somewhere in the city today. He is a uh, he's been contracted to uh, build a, a a new bank for the for the city. Good. And Tomar, you look like you're doing well. Same as you. You look lovely as ever. Where's uh, where's the rest of your your party? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Those biscuits, by the way, very good. Pinwin had to use the restroom, and I'm gonna be doing a tuck and roll out of there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, the, the, oh, no. the doorway slides open, and <laughs> Pinwin comes rolling out of the uh, of the hidden passageway, and Miss Penny Lively looks very surprised. I'm gonna land in that gymnast pose. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pinwin, did you did you find the bathroom? No. <laughs> um, I see you've found uh, my secret passage. Um, did you find anything down there? Did, how far did you go? Well, so we went down the hall, and it was really dark, and there was a door, and there wasn't a lock. So we went in, and, um, yeah, we, I don't know, we saw you at a treasure chest, but that's your treasure. I didn't take it, because that's your treasure, and... We're doing business. I'm not going to say <laughs> Well, I, I, I appreciate yeah, that. But yeah. I, I guess if uh, if I found a secret passageway, I might be tempted to explore it right? as well. So like, I understand. The book was there, and then we found it, and then the passage, and the... I, I trust you, Pinwin. You've, yeah. you have You have been very honest and forthcoming. Okay. I just I think. close the passage behind me. <laughs> Oh, and, and <laughs> who is this? Hi, I'm Willem. 
Oh, hello, Willemite. You, uh, you part of, uh... He's a friend. He's yes. a friend. Surely oh. you've heard of the Phantom. Uh, yes, I think that I have. I didn't expect him to look so normal. I, I expected ex- a, oh, huh. someone with a, I don't know, like a black hood pulled up over the the crown and maybe a, a, a gaunt face. I mean, you don't just walk around wearing dark hoods when in business meetings. That's that's probably true, yes. That's that's a good point. I do an extravagant bow to her. <laughs> it's also his birthday. It's your birthday, and here you are. You are a good friend indeed, Willem, if you're here helping uh, in this endeavor. Though it does seem a bit overkill just for, you know, meeting uh, about business of this nature. Is, this, I didn't, is everything above board? I didn't think that everyone was coming to this today. Oh, well, um... But... We're just finalizing paperwork, though, right? The more the merrier. So we did want to go through the details of the agreement. Right. Um, well, uh... Is it okay, uh, let's let's figure this out. Um, we've got so our agreed upon amount it was uh, one third of profit for the first year, and then as uh, Deal Dane here, the Mister Deal Dane, he indicated it, afterwards uh, it would be ten percent from beyond the first year would go profit to you all. And did you find someone that you could offer? T- as a head brewer, Pinwin? Yep, my cousin Ziggy. Alright, I will pay whatever amount it is that you require to uh, contract him for this purpose. I am so excited that we can serve Humble Brew uh, to the masses of Three Bridges. I believe this is going to make us all a lot of money. Yeah, I'm excited too. And Ziggy's really excited. Please take good care of him. He's a very excitable dude. Oh, I think it'll be just fine. We'll 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 uh, we'll give him we, we, no doors will close to him. He'll he'll be an honored guest. Who's Ziggy? Oh, my cousin Ziggy. Did I not mention Ziggy? Mm-mm. I have a lot of cousins. Is it just your whole halfling village? You guys are all I've, related. Yeah, yeah, I've I've got quite a few. I mean, so Ziggy is Arlie's brother. Yeah, a lot of cousins. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Don't you have a lot of cousins? Yeah, probably. Yeah, see? Yeah. Iron Fist is a pretty big clan, so... And so is the Dingle Root and Humble clan. Not clan. Not clan? I mean, but kind of like a you clan. You could call them a clan. It's a clan? Yeah, sure. It's more like a gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tribe, if you will. <laughs> Pin when you've... You haven't revealed much of the ingredient list of Humble Brew, but are you sure you have um, lines of supply? Like, can we get supplies here? Well, it. I will leave that up to Ziggy. Um, if if he is uh, amenable to it, he will. He can uh, have a full reign of the ingredients here in uh, both my manse and here in the city. If he needs anything else, obviously, um, he can order it out. Or um, if there's a specific ingredient that is not available here, I would suggest getting a big stock of it and maybe setting a... uh, We do want to keep your ingredient list secret, of course. Uh, That is part of it. Um, but maybe he can have a conversation with someone in Shade Home and uh, have a regular delivery of certain 
certain uh, ingredients. Sure. If yeah. that's amenable to all. Yeah, that sounds good. It's definitely, definitely easily doable. Well, um, I guess, is, it, is there anything else we need to discuss over the matters of the new busty Belbers here in Three Bridges? I think we've covered it. All right, well, I've had the, the um, my, uh, my treasurer uh, draft up this document, so if you can please sign here, please look it over, make sure everything looks good to you, and if you guys were to look it over, it looks essentially like there's no secret language or anything like that. It looks pretty above board. Okay. Just make sure that everyone feels welcome when they come in. I just oh. can't. Bestie Belbas, it's got to continue that. We've we- got Janus, who always, <laughs> that bright soul who greets you when you come in. It's just got to keep it going. I No, we will ensure that we hire just the most jubilant and exuberant people that, uh, that we can find. You can always grab Ziggy from the back, too. Yes, we'll make sure that he is an integral part of he'll, this. He'll want a party. Yes, I, I think that the spirit of Busty Belbers will remain alive here in Three Bridges. That's all I, that's all I ask. Well, wonderful. Well, now that we are bound in this uh, business marriage here, um, I have some good news. Mm-hmm. Oh? I've kept my ear to the ground, as, uh, as a good, uh, good businesswoman uh, is wont to do. And it seems that we have... Something of an alignment in our uh, our goals. You're looking for a Lalette, I believe. Yes. yes. I have heard that she will be arriving tonight. Really? One of my rivals here in the city. Rivals? Yes. A. Uh, you have rivals here? Well, we're, we're nobles. It's part of the nature of our our lives. We have rivals and. People who would wish to prop themselves up a bit higher than the others. Um, but the uh, Master Marshton is uh, he's having a dinner party tonight, and he will be treating Lalette as an honored guest. I'm not sure what he means to accomplish by this. That's highly suspicious. It's highly suspicious indeed. Do you any do you know anything of the nature of their relationship or how they've become acquainted? I do not. I only found out just a an hour ago that that's who his guest of honor would be. He loves to throw just these austere events and invite all the nobles just to show off the amount of money that he has and he usually has some honored guest or another, but are you going? I was considering going, and I am in need of some party members to attend with me. No one goes without an entourage. If you will all be so inclined... You're I... looking for an armed escort? Well, not not in so many words, but maybe the undercurrent of an armed escort, while overly we could just say that you're part of my entourage. My helpers, my... My friends, my my personal guests. Won't they know who we are? Well, that is a... That We're going to need disguises. Might need a disguise or two. Do you have any ideas on how you could accomplish that? Yeah. I'd like a pin one. Yeah. And, I mean, of course. Do you have <clears throat> a tailor at your disposal? I do have a tailor at my disposal, and I've got a, two large rooms full of clothing, 
So oh, that's great. For me, my, me and my yeah. brother's uh, separate dressing rooms. Um, I would say to peruse the contents and uh, perhaps meet back here in a few hours. And you got yeah. one size fits that, all in there. No, or? I've got a tailor. I just said this. Yeah, that's way more than we normally <laughs> How have. How long does it take I a tailor think, to tailor things? I don't think he knows what a tailor does. Oh, um, how much tail could a tailor tail if a tailor could tail tails? Well, I have uh, some of the best in the city working for me. I can't be seen uh, in something old if I go out and about. So I often have. Uh, uh, have my garments altered and modified and new ones changed so that I can leave a lasting impression. And she kind of s- swishes her arm through the air and you can see the like the train of like fabric kind of hanging off of like it kind of swishes through the air as well. They kind of uh, emphasize her point. How old is Miss Penny Lively? Miss Penny Lively is in her late 20s. Okay, so she's around our age. Yeah, she's so fairly close. it would be close. believable if I were to play her sister. Yes. Or cousin. Yeah. And what's her first name? Um, you guys have never learned her first Penny name. Lively. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yes, her first name is Lola. L-O-L-A. I think we could come up with some pretty believable disguises. Absolutely. Well, um... It, uh, there's a lot of who's who here. Um, many are connected with other noble houses throughout the throughout Veldelin, so my suggestion would be to say that you are not from Veldelin, as to not uh, spark any controversy. Uh, it's much easier if you were to say you're from somewhere else, because we don't want to get caught. What's no, wrong where's with being a believable place for them? Well, uh, if you say you're from Vedelin and someone starts asking questions that you do not know the answers to, it might create a bit of a confusion. Also, We're many from Vedelin. Well, you can't, you can't like lie to your friends and say that your fake girlfriend goes to the same school as you. I don't, it's not believable. I don't <laughs> understand. We're from Veildolin. Are these people not from Veildolin? No, most of them are, but they've also met most of the other nobles. There will be nobles from all over Veildolin, so if you were to say, you are a noble from Deepminster... Wouldn't it be much easier for us to screw up by saying we're from somewhere else we've not been to? Uh, I would... I think you're giving too much credit to these nobles. They are well connected inside of the country, but outside they are largely ignorant. So what's Master Marshton's deal? Uh, he's a bit rough around the edges. He looks down on all the other nobles because he does have the most money in the city. Is he um, from here? He, uh, I don't know about originally, but he has been here for many years, yes. But he is, uh, he's a human and he's quite, uh, corpulent. He is... Little chubber, a little, a little <laughs> bit. Not not so much as say rotund. Yeah, yes, he isn't the size of of uh, Bartleby. Bartleby, but uh, he's oh he, good time. It's emphasized <laughs> with how short he is because he's uh, a little bit taller than Pinwin. Really, I don't is know he, if he's quite as tall as you. Is he a halfling? No, he's a human. He claims oh. to be anyway. Weird. But does he have an accent? Uh, he does have a bit of an accent, uh, more more of a Deepminster accent, um, 
than uh, Three Bridges accent, so he's definitely putting on a show of uh, austerity. Does he have family? He does. He has a large family here, yes. He's got a wife and and children. Um, They're all deeply in the web here in Three Bridges. Any aunts, uncles, parents? Uh, Not here, no. I believe his father um, was uh, the master there before he died, but that was before I came to Three Bridges. Is he aligned with... Thundara's sister, what's her name? Lolette? Lolette. 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 It seems that somehow he's treating her as his guest of honor. And what is this banquet for? It's to celebrate the uh, coming of Thor. He tends to do something like this every year. He has seasonal parties that he just throws a, a bunch of coin at and, and uh, just to show off, really. He invites as many nobles as he can get his hands on. Lots of food, lots of drink, lots of dancing and music. It would be fun if it wasn't so elite. Well, do you have any... Would you happen to have any history books on any of the neighboring countries? Why, I think that I probably do. I've I've got quite the selection, and she kind of waves her hand, of... uh, of various histories and uh, historical texts, um, they all branching in sections. So that section there is Merilug, that's Zugo, that is Avstand, you've got Starstrom there, and you've got uh, Rothia right there, and then even Korkaligo. I might be able to pull off a Starstrom accent. I was actually going to ask if you guys were comfortable with saying we're from Starstrom. Unless you guys want to... You somewhere else. What Starstrom accent again? Uh, guys, I don't Vocha. want. To, I, I don't want to uh, alarm you, but I am also from Starstrom. Perfect. Wait. This this can lend a lot of credo. Okay. Are you actually? Why do you sound so different from Vocha? Uh, Vocha sounds different than the rest of us. We're this is how most of us talk over in Starstrom. Oh. Mm. Vocha, he's a. Uh, I don't know if he's originally from Starstrom. He's a. He's a weird sort. But apparently he was a dragon rider there, so that's kind of neat, right? Very. Uh-huh. But if you guys need info about Starstrom, I was holding my tongue, but I can definitely give you some detail. Yeah. Spill the beans. All right, well, here's the cool thing about Starstrom, is the noble houses there are constantly changing. The only one that really matters is the royal family, and that changes too. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of fucking coups over there in Starstrom. So, one week, somebody could be big shot nobleman, and the next week, nothing. He's, How do they decide who's the head cheese? Uh, well, various things, but sometimes they just take over the household, or there's a lot of duels that happen. The head of household with another head of household wants his territory, so he challenges him to a duel, and it's really rude to uh, say that you won't duel because it looks like you're afraid. So a lot of people, they'll either do it themselves or they'll pick a champion, and that's always kind of like a wishy-washy situation because you don't know if somebody's been paid off, and so there's a lot of, there's just a lot of drama over there. Do you think I could pass as a champion? Um, yes, I definitely do. Okay. That would also lend itself to you not being the most social of our group then as well. We could just kind of hail you as kind of like our, 
celebrity guest. So How about I could be your your champion? Oh, and then um, I could like guard the entryway or something. Well, a lot of people of here already know that I am. Um, you could say your well, family has recently taken over. Well, do you we do we want to involve Dildane in in the party? Because it sounds like some shit can go get, could go down. I mean, and we m- don't want to put him in danger. If we do a telepathic bond, we could get some good info if we need it from him because he's schmoozed with these people. That's true. How... And who cares if he's in danger? <laughs> hey! <laughs> what? <laughs> We've spent a lot of time together. He's fine. How close do you have to be with, for telepathic bond to still remain intact? Uh, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere I'll, on the plane. Sweet. So he doesn't technically even have to be with us. You could... You could te- Technically, you could stay here, Dildane, and feed us information if we need it. Is everybody agreeable to that? Yeah. Mm, Me do. less so, because I had, I had the whole background thing going. And he could be... <laughs> I think he could be valuable. He is very convincing. Very good at talking to people. He looks over you, Willem. Are you comfortable with coming? Oh, yes. I love a good party. It's always so fun to just, like, mingle and meet all these arrogant nobles that can easily be swindled out of uh, selling, like, a deed or something. You understand, though, that it's not just a party. More than likely, there's going to be some CD dealings, not (laughs) normally just, like, business stuff. Oh, uh, that's what I thrive, Willem. There's possibly going to be some violence. Realistically. That's perfectly okay. Realistically, safer with us than anywhere else. That's true. It's a good point. Especially if a portal opens up in the city again. Dildane, are there ambassadors in Starstrom? There are, yes. So it could be believable that I'm a cousin of Miss Penny Lively? Uh, I and our family could have ambassadors in Starstrom. Um, I guess yes. It's uh, it really depends on um, how believable you can play an ambassador. You do have to know quite a bit about a place to be an ambassador. That's what you're I'm for. I'm a family member of an ambassador. <laughs> Don't let's not get crazy. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. And he winks. Could I be a noble and then you can be my champion? I thought you were going to be my family's champion. I'm confused oh, as right. to the narrative that <laughs> we're trying to push here. Now. Um, is your cousin here already? Ziggy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does, <laughs> I mean, he's on his way, so if he's not here, he'll be here in, like, really soon. How long does it take to get from Fatal Weeks. <laughs> is, it a, is it a secret that Busty Belba's is opening yeah. in Three Bridges? Yes. It is? Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say, because Pinwin could just show up as Pinwin, who is brokering a deal for Busty Belbus to be made. But I don't know. Yeah, it is a secret. It seems to be kind of on the hush-hush. There's probably a lot of <laughs> political drama involved in opening a tavern. Miss Penny Lively, do you normally take some kind of attendant or uh, y- escort? Yes, as like I said, you can be a part of my entourage in whatever capacity you think makes sense. I just don't want to be found out as lying to them, so whatever you decide on, please be good at it. Would it be... Ricardo. But then I wouldn't sound like... And I wouldn't look like I'm from Starstrom. Well, you don't have to be from Starstrom. I sometimes have guests from all over. That's true. Okay, Who's yeah. Ricardo? No one will- Oh, What's good. That? So no one will recognize Ricardo? I was found out the last few times, so I'm a little <laughs> scared. Maybe, maybe a different 
costume this time. I do like the mustache. <laughs> and uh, Willem, what will you be going as? Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on walls. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have to disguise myself at all. Uh, if you guys want, I could just be eyes and ears and go invisible. Yeah, you could scout all over the place with your webby feet. Yeah. I think that would probably be most valuable. Okay, so you guys sort of uh, come to an agreement on what your roles will be here. Um, You'll have to come up with your names as well, of course. And uh, But yeah, you are led to the two dressing rooms and are allowed to pretty much have your pick of what you would like. And as as Miss Penny Lively mentioned, uh, it can be tailored to your specifications. So what will you guys be looking for as far as outfits? I select something very regal. Very regal? Well, there's there's <laughs> plenty of that, uh, as Miss Penny Lively tends t- toward the uh, regal style of, of dress. Um, so, yeah, you can... Any particular colors that you're looking for? Hmm. What would complement my blue skin tone? Mm, lots Olive. of Olive. Yellow. Yellow <laughs> would look amazing. I'm going to go with yellow. Okay. So a very uh, yellow style of gown. Um... Very, very regal looking. Uh, are you, You're going to go probably more function than form as a as a champion? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to find a really big cloak that okay. I can wrap around my body okay. while still wearing the armor. Okay. He still doesn't understand what tailors do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this big clunky cloak. Just like, <laughs> it's like too long. Yeah. <laughs> just stepping on it. What Willem, about I guess your... it doesn't matter what you wear. Yeah, I guess. Uh, your birthday suit. But uh, you still could. We're all still cool with me just going invisible. Yeah. Okay. Tomar, what are we going to do about your face? What about my face? You got to fix it. You're recognizable. I mean, the I cloak the isn't hiding a lot. Wear the helmet. I can give him some scars, like with makeup. Ooh, and what then... if he doesn't have one of his eyes? Oh, I like him. And you do see that there is a an eye patch hanging from a like a hook, like a dress eye patch. Right. I love it. How do you feel about shaving an eyebrow? No. <laughs> it's for safety. I'm also touched by the divine, so it'll probably grow back right away. Then why are you so worried about it? I don't know. Why don't we just put <laughs> like stuff over it? I mean, we can like, try, don't, don't, I guess. Doesn't one of you have a disguise kit? I mean, yeah, I do. That's, what, that's what we'll do. With <laughs> All three of them have disguise yeah. kits. But shaving is so much easier. I'm not shaving it. Okay, well, then we're going to have to, like, glue it down and then touch it up. It's going to be fine. a whole thing. I do sweat, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> can you not do that tonight? <laughs> do, do you people... have, like, anti-sweat makeup? No. Is there, like, a biological rule that people that are missing an eye can't grow an eyebrow? I'm confused. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone without eyebrows? It changes their whole face. Sure. He, he doesn't understand that when you lose an eye, your eyebrow also leaves your face. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the conclusion that I was drawing <laughs> by your argument. Like, he should be missing an eye. Therefore, he shouldn't have an eyebrow. No, it's not like an if-then thing. It's They're two independent things. Yeah, I was like, they're not mutually exclusive, are they? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Um... Keep the eyebrow. Just put the eye patch on. But I mean, if we took the eyebrow off, and we could have it look like a giant cut. That would look amazing. I mean, if you could make me look different, yeah, that's fine. Because if I do just put on an eye patch, 
I'll just be me with an eye patch on. <laughs> and that, they'll recognize me still. I, well, we I were still planning that. to do the other things, though, right? I guess except for the eyebrow work, thing. Work your magic. I don't care. Describe what I look like. You guys like. are dying on the hill of eyebrow, <laughs> and I don't get it. So you guys are going to fuck with his face with makeup? Yes. Make him look all grizzled? And oh, fuck yeah. So, okay. Um, all right, you guys are able to craft a pretty pretty decent uh, nightmare face for Ew. him. Cut to Mrs. Doubtfire montage. Yeah. <laughs> That's giving him a makeover. <laughs> um, he uh, When the mask is run over in the street. That's the one they keep. So yeah, they give you a bunch of battle scars. They give you a big nasty scar across the eye that is then covered up by uh, the eye patch. Um, dirty your face a little bit. Give you some more wrinkles and lines. You guys going to do anything with his hair color? Mm-hmm. We are can, there wigs? Yeah. There are wigs. Oh, yes. <laughs> are there are beard going, wigs? Are we going long? You don't see any beard wigs. I still have my wig, but it's it's a custom, so <laughs> it's it's not going to fit on your huge head. Hey. All right. <laughs> so what color do you think we should go with for hair? What color is What color is my cloak? Brown. What color is your hair normally? Like auburn. Let's play that. Um... Do we, well, mm, like a, do we go with like a dark hair? Don't you think? Like black? Yeah, like dark, mysterious Ooh. challenger. I like that. Yeah. We get color in his eyebrows, too. Yeah. <laughs> Skin tone. <laughs> they have to match. All right. Unless I'm one of those weird people with different colored beards compared to their top of their head, right? I am so sorry, but <laughs> we're gonna have to darken that beard. Nice nod. Maybe, maybe unbraid it. Sure, <laughs> everybody. That is stupid. <laughs> you idiot! You know nothing about braids and beards. You know nothing of fashion, darling. <laughs> I'm trying to help. <laughs> Can I get another biscuit? <laughs> All right, we choose a black wig. Okay. What does it look like? There's plenty of different varieties. It is long. It is very... If we didn't, like, pull it back and style it, it's going mm. to look like share hair. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Like with the bangs? That's what I, <laughs> no, it's like down the middle part. <laughs> I like the idea of the bangs. <laughs> you with the iPad? With the fucking iPad, yeah. <laughs> Bunch of battle scars. <laughs> I see where you've gotten it. <laughs> You've offended my sensibilities of fashion and the way that generally people should look. This is one of those things I want fan art for. So, <laughs> uh, okay, Big ass cloak too long. So you sure. look stupid. So you uh, look like you basically look like when they tried to disguise <laughs> ET. <laughs> We're going to put this into like a functional man bun okay. deal. Gotcha. Make him look a little bit presentable. Yeah. So he's not just some weirdo with straight across bangs. <laughs> Are there seriously bangs? No, 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 no. Uh, no, I guess not. No. So yeah, you guys function it. <laughs> make it functional. Put it up in a man bun. He's got, you darken his beard. You get him the scars and everything like that. And he, eyebrows too. Eyebrows too. And he looks not very Tomar like. He looks like an older grizzled dwarf. Maybe a maybe a hill dwarf. I would say it's an improvement. Should we emulate maybe some face tattoos, like some tribal stuff? Ooh. Is that a thing? Do they do that? Do they do that? Why are you looking at me? Because you're you a dwarf. Don't know. I don't know what they do in Starry's room. Do they? Uh, well, 
I suppose there could be some face tattoos. Uh, there's a lot of variety of people there. You could you could definitely have one if you would like. What do you I, think? I walk over to Dildane. Do we look similar? They do have the same hair color. <laughs> Are we related now? Is that is that what we're doing? Like we're from the same place. Yes, sure. I mean, a lot of dwarves emigrated together. In That's groups. true. That is very true. So yes, we could we could definitely be from Starstrom. Dwarves and droves. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Diners, that a no? Drivens and dwarves. <laughs> I don't think I need a tattoo. I think no? I think we're fine. You don't think so? No. I don't know. I think you'd look pretty menacing. I said no. Are you just saying that because you feel insecure about it? Is it? And you actually want one? I feel like we need to like press on and figure out what our game plan is. What about a neck tattoo? It's a nice function, Willem. I feel like I mean, let's elevate the look a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying anything about like your neck tattoo, but you're going to be invisible, so. I don't have a neck tattoo. Yeah, you do. What is that? I'm so confused. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up because it looked new, but no one said anything. Is that like a mole? <laughs> You didn't get that tattoo. Somebody might have put it on you while you were sleeping or something. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Look in the mirror. You, Look in the mirror, man. It's like towards the back. I position a mirror, two mirrors, so he can kind of see. I cordially invite all of you to fuck right off. <laughs> okay, well, if it's a mole, then please get that checked out. Because <laughs> it's changed. All right, so the rest of you are... <laughs> Able to put on your costumes. How does Pinwin look? Um, he found a long, nice, flowy robe. Just because Ricardo's is a little dusty, I haven't really cleaned it out a whole lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, then my big hat and my curly mustache. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So you guys look uh, ready to hit the town. I'm also wearing a wig. What? What wig? My wig. Oh, the blonde one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I so you look like a completely different person. Is it amazing? It's something. No, you guys all look wonderful. What color is Miss Penny Lively's hair? Her hair is red. Definitely dyed. Oh, okay. <laughs> who did Our we little say, secret. Who did we say Pinwin was going to be again? Ricardo. Oh, you are going to be Ricardo. Yeah. Okay. But oh, wait. I was going to make it a little different, though. Instead of wearing my hat, I'm going to slick my hair back. Mm-hmm. So you still have the black mustache but the red hair? <laughs> <laughs> Pinwin, should we do something about the hair? I mean, probably. We probably. Yeah, There's plenty of wigs there. Hmm. <laughs> I go with like a Beatles bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys look wonderful. So you do yes. you pick a, a bob haircut yep. Yep. wig yep. and you slap that on your head. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? <laughs> with the curly mustache. No, Silence. <laughs> do I look like You a look noble? wonderful, Pinwin. You look definitely not Pinwin at all. Do I look like a Starstrom noble? Uh you could, I suppose. Should I get a different wig? No, the wig's not the issue. Pinwin, <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your story going in? Um, I'm, I'm in. Uh, hmm. So I'm not from Starstrom. I don't know. Where should I be from? I thought your name was Ricardo. I am Ricardo. 
I am very confused by the backstory. Yeah, I, I'm not from Starstorm. It sounds like Zugoese almost, or I don't know, Corkaligo? I don't know much about Corkaligo. I hope there's no one there from Corkaligo. Corkaligo. Mm-hmm. Corkaligo. 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 All right, so you guys, <laughs> you guys get your shit together, and you meet you meet in the foyer, and uh, with Miss Penny Lively, who has donned a pleasant blue gown, and uh, she uh, she kind of motions towards the door. I have uh, ordered a carriage to take us to uh, Marston's Mance, and. Uh, I hope that's all right. Are you guys comfortable with traveling by carriage? Yeah, of course. My dad died by a carriage accident. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Tomas. No, he didn't. I'm okay. <laughs> Let's do this. I see. I'm confused by the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. I don't know who I am anymore. Shall we go? Is there anything you'd like to take care of before we head? No. Uh, how, how far away is the party being held? Uh, it's, it's about a 10-minute carriage ride. I think it would behoove us if uh, maybe I don't ride with you and I just go invisible before we leave uh, Miss Penny Lively's establishment. If you would follow behind, catch up. If you would like, um, you can uh, sketch on the carriage. Yes, you don't. You don't have to ride in the carriage, Um, but uh, if if you would like, I can lend you a horse or something. That you can you can ride through the town. Um, however, uh, if you don't take the carriage ferry, um, you might have to swim, or mm. unless you have a boat. How about I go Invisawillum and I just hitch a ride like on the back of the carriage? Oh, that that could also work. Yes. Okay. Yes, this uh, so we're crossing rack back we're there. crossing one of the bridges to get there. Correct. Yes. Have fun with that, Willem. <laughs> Nervous? Yeah, riding on a bridge all alone <laughs> on the back of carriage. I mean, how small is the bridge and how big is the body of water? Both are big. I think I'll be all right. Is he flying? Is there a thunderstorm outside? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of thunder. It's <laughs> slippery storm. bridge. <laughs> all right, so you guys uh, exit and you see that there's a carriage out and you climb in and and Willem, you climb on the back, invisible. I do. All right. Well, you guys, uh, after about five minutes, you reach the bridge, and it is a beautiful structure. Um, It's one of the three in the city, and this is like the highest upper bridge that there is. Uh, Very wide and uh, crosses over the one of the widest sections of uh, the canal Uh, and far below, hundreds of feet below is the canal, and you guys cross over it Um, with no... Drama, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary happens. Uh, eventually, you arrive at the, a much larger mansion than the one you just left. This one has taken up a lot of real estate in its in its location, um, where most of the houses don't have much for like yard or anything like this. Um, Lord Marston's manor is a well manicured estate. There's grass that is been set aside and uh, probably transported from somewhere else. Um, there are trees, and there's a long circular driveway behind a huge gate as you guys uh, approach. And you're led down this 
long avenue and eventually are dropped off at the front door uh, where you can see lot dozens of other carriages that have uh, been pulled off to the side and you're led in and uh, as you approach the door the doorman kind of looks each of you up and down what are your uh, titles and names so that I may announce you he looks at you first Tomar uh Draken Frost Frost is my last name uh Staristrom Draken Frost of Staristrom All right okay any This one's champion He point at Dildane yeah Yes uh, he is my champion we are um it is my family recently came into some fortunate events and uh we're now uh, my brother in fact is uh, is the lord of his own keep it's uh, it's been a very interesting story if you have time I'll explain it that's that's okay just and uh, you are and Dildane do you have a last name um no very <laughs> well are you also from Starstrom Mm, no, my family is though, and uh, he's along for the ride. It's a confusing thing. I can explain it to you in in detail. That that'll that'll be fine, please. And you? He looks at you, Penwin. I'll stroke my mustache. <laughs> I am Ricardo Nightingale, and I am from Corcaligo. I just am following my friend to um, a nice noble party. Very well, and he writes it down. And you, ma'am? I'm Neela. Neela? How do you spell that? N-E-E-L-A. Neela. Do you have a surname, Neela? Penny Lively. Oh, and he like seems to brighten and he looks at Miss Penny Lively. Cousins. Oh, well, that's... Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't met you before. Are you... Where are you from? Well, I grew up in Starstrom. I mean, most of my life. We... My family moved there. Ambassadors. I, I, I see you are an ambassador. Okay. Well, we have... <laughs> That's my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see. Uh, well, uh, we, that's, I will make sure that Lord Marston and you uh, have a conversation. He's always interested in meeting ambassadors and people of importance from other nations. Uh, that, is, that is wonderful. And he, he excitedly scribbles it down. Well, I would love to meet him. Yes, yes. And then... Uh, Did we do telepathic bond before we got there? I was thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, no. We should do that. Is Willem slipping in the front door? You have no idea where Willem's at. And He's one with the night. Do you need to see him to be able to cast <laughs> it on him? I think he just has to be in nearby. Yeah, but you have, to, you have to choose. So you just have to hope. Fingers crossed. Where are you at, Willem? I'm actually right behind everybody. Okay, I'm just waiting for them to open the door, and then as soon as they open the door, my plan was to get up on that wall and that sea lang. Did he get scared on the bridge? Give me a constitution save. (laughs) I got scared on the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody could see, so the secret is yours. He's just crying. He's just... (laughs) Should I bring... Miss Penny Lively into the mix? Hmm? Should I bring Miss Penny Lively into the telepathic bond? Oh. It's up to you. <clears throat> what, eh. would, what would Gorble do? No. 
Gorbel's a clicky bitch. <laughs> I mean, she might have information about the she might, banquet might, and stuff. I know, that's what I was thinking, but then part of me is like, I don't know. Fine, we'll do it. All right, She's so. In. Gorbel, Pinwin, Tomar, Miss Penny Lively. Are you putting Dildane in there? Yeah. And Willem. All enter the chat. And I, <laughs> I think... Can you all hear me? Oh, this is mm-hmm. this is marvelous. Mm-hmm. Now, just so everybody knows, Dildane and Miss Penny Lively are are brought into the telepathic bond. So, oh, good thing you, you told know. me. We're on speakerphone. Don't say anything weird. <laughs> <here. laughs> let's let's keep it let's keep it cool and appropriate. <laughs> Tomar, <laughs> I'm grateful you told me that. <laughs> and you guys enter, and he announces you all. Sir, uh, Mr. Draken Frost of Starstrom, champion to Dildane, entering. <laughs> and people lightly clap. Uh, Mr. Ricardo Nightingale of Corcaligo. And people lightly I clap. I bow. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Penny Livelies, <laughs> Nila and Lola. From, of course, Three Bridges. And then you guys enter into this massive, massive dining hall. Uh, There's people that are dancing. There's some music playing. Um, There's lots and lots of food being, like, brought around by servants. Um, There's a ton of people in here. It is lively as fuck. Penny lively, if you will. Woo! <laughs> are there any guards? There are guards. Uh, there are four guards, one in each corner of the room. But you all would be suspicious that those are the only four. You do not see any sign of someone who looks like Thundara. Not yet. Is there a pillar nearby that I could stand up against? Maybe there's by of, yeah, there's someone p- with a snack tray? Yeah, there's plenty of pillars, and you do see one that's like right by one of the like appetizer tables. What, what's on the appetizer table? So you've got some meat, you've got some cheese, you've got a few grapes, um, some other kinds of berries. General, like, finger food. Just a wonderful charcuterie board. <laughs> I'm going to make myself a little meat and cheese sandwich. <laughs> gotcha. I'll probably be going back and forth. The <laughs> and then and leaning the, against the <laughs> pillar. <laughs> trying to look intimidating. What are the oh, rest of you going to be doing? You hear in your head, actually, uh, Penny Lively. So I would suggest mingling. Um, um, look look natural. Um, I don't see Lord Marston here yet, but he it is his party, so he should be here soon. Um... She kind of looks around. Uh, that's interesting because I actually do not recognize most of these nobles. Really? I see a few, but most of these are not nobles of Three Bridges. That's and you, as you guys look around, odd. you see an assortment of like various exotic-looking like clothing and stuff, oh, like from not from. Uh, everyone roll history. Four. Oh, no. Nineteen. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Eight. Sixteen. So, Willem, from your vantage point, you can see that 
uh, and you're you're pretty well, well traveled. Actually, both you and Gorbel are fairly well traveled, so you would you would notice some of this. Um, you do see that there are some different styles of dress that are popular in Avstand, in Mirenlug, in Zugo, but also Starostrum and Corkaligo. Oh, it shit. seems like there's a <laughs> several different nobles from different regions in Argaria and they all seem to be kind of clustered together. You notice Penwin that a group of uh, kind of like people with loose fitting robes kind of like more olive complexion um, they seem to be like looking you up and down and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think to everyone don't panic they don't know us. We don't know them. I've they will believe what they want. Corkily. They'll believe what they want to believe. <laughs> I'm just hanging by the hors d'oeuvres over here. But you, yeah, yeah, you, Tomar and Pinwin, you haven't really picked up on where everybody's from, but you just know that there's a lot of like foreign-looking mm-hmm. clothing here. So, you, did you leave out Rothia? Uh, Rothia, you don't see. Okay. Huh. So, guys, it looks like we've got people, or at least fashions, from what I've seen. From pretty much everywhere, there, but the, Rothia. Yeah, and there are some Veldalinian dressed nobles as well. So there are some, but we're kind of a, all across the board here, except specifically for some reason not Rothia. Hmm. Well, nobody okay. likes them. Re, yeah, read into that what you will. You guys need okay. to try these hors d'oeuvres. More importantly, we are really going to have to sell these stories. Yeah. Maybe we should just all shut up and wait for something to happen. Well. I mean, no pay is good. Okay. I mean, if you want to play the acting game, go ahead, but I mean... Well, we can't all just stand here looking suspicious and creepy. We'll no, Dildane, uh, I'm your buddy from out of town. We're going to mingle uh, together. Yes, let, let's let's do it. Let's. Our greatest benefit is that you know a shit ton about Starstrom. Yes, uh, so st- stick with me and uh, we, will, we, will be, we will be golden. Yeah. Just uh, Tomar, maybe... Just act uh, very gruff and, and uh, like you don't want to talk to anybody. Because if anybody talks to you in, in uh, Starstrom Common, you might... Uh, do you know it? No. Oh. Are you even from Starstrom? You said you weren't. You said your family was. Yeah. That I, guy. I'm, I'm from Starstrom. I was, I was born there. Why were you being all cagey with that guy? Which guy? The guy that announced us. <laughs> uh, I don't really like his attitude. Insight check. <laughs> Not trust this fucker. Um, do, do you know 26. him? Twenty six. Twenty six. He. I was going to lie to him, but he does know who I am. So he's. Uh, he knows you. He owes me some money. It's a. It's a. It's. It's a suspicious situation. I understand. He might treat me a little bit like. Uh, like I'm not telling you the full truth, so I would be truthful. He owes me money, so he's going to pretend that he doesn't know who I am, but. I will get that money. Don't is you he, worry. Is he going to be chill? He better be chill. If he knows what's good for him. How much money? <laughs> a lot of money. He owes for me. what? Who he, gives a shit? He owes me 775 gold. We, we're not here for Dildane's bullshit. Well, I'm here for my bullshit. I will get that money back <laughs> okay. tonight. You're not oh. starting a ruckus no. while we're here. Oh, no. I, my friends, I do not start ruckuses, but I do complete them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not a fighter. I've never hit anybody. Okay, there's not going to be any kind of ruckus. No, 
there's I will be, at all. I will be like a breeze, slowly Gilding, floating if you over the trouble, top I'm of a pond. Br- I'm gonna smash your toes with my hammer. Why he would is, I cause trouble? He we is are, acting like he doesn't know you. You act like you don't know him. That is what I am saying. But I am saying before the end of the night, me and him will have a private oh conversation. Oh my God, Dilte. And I might need to acquire your help, Tomar. Just, uh, just uh, stand behind me and look tough, and he will pay that money. I promise you that. I'll give you some of it. And he winks at you from across the room. <laughs> Grab another sandwich. <laughs> All right, those those of you that are going to mingle, it might be a good idea to, do to split it? up into groups and, and to actually do it, yeah. Uh, Pinwin and Dildane, maybe just stick to, you know, some truth. You guys know uh, brewing and getting businesses going and the whole brewery line thing. Maybe come up with a lie about that, why you're in business together. Gorble, I, I think you can handle yourself with Miss Penny Lively. Keep it vague and open and open-ended. There you go. Uh, shall, shall we do this, Penny? I think, yes. Um, Tomar, so, okay. Um, let's say if someone tries to talk to you, you just don't respond, and your story is that your whole family was killed, and <laughs> and you're just a really broody guy. And sure, we'll just like talk in conversation, and if we point at you, just look really, really like upset. <laughs> I just plan on standing right here until something happens. Look intimidating. Fine. Okay. It's kind of his default. <laughs> As he eats cheese and sandwiches. <laughs> and grapes. Just... <laughs> All right. Miss Penny Lively, who do you know? Well, uh, over there, uh, uh, that's an, another noble that you might enjoy talking to. A uh, handsome young man. His name is uh, Deslin Silverhair. Um, he is uh, he's, he's, he's a charming young man, um, and uh, he's fun to entertain in conversation, though there's not much beyond that. He is uh, quite, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, simple. He is, he's a bit stupid, but he's handsome and he's rich, so let us mingle. Introduce me. <laughs> so she leads you over there. Uh, Pinwin, you're immediately approached by... The group of loose-robed people, and they start speaking to you, like, excitedly. But you don't Do I see this? Do any of us understand what they're saying to Pinwin? Does anyone speak cork Does That wasn't an option on D&D Beyond. Yeah, that wasn't an option. Oh, I wonder if you could homebrew those. I mean, it would just, yeah. I I am so sorry. From cork And Dildane steps in. My friends, my friends, please. I do not understand your language. If you're going to speak, can you please speak in the uh, Verdalinian common? I think that would be a lot easier to uh, me to understand. I'm still learning. I appreciate it so much. Um, and they kind of look over at him, and then they look at you, and then they kind of like roll their eyes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I roll mine too. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> we will do what you say, but uh, please uh, try to keep up. Uh, you said your name was uh, Ricardo? Yes, I am Ricardo. Ah, Ricardo. Well, met. I am also Ricardo. 
Oh, what are the ads? What what are the ads? <laughs> this is so funny. You have a, uh, you have a, a very interesting accent. Oh, thank you. So, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am from Corcolico, but I have traveled all sorts. Oh, that makes a lot of yes. sense. Yes, you, you go all over the place, and your mm. uh, your accent starts to lose. It's no, it mm. makes a perfect sense. My accent is it, I'm a much better speaker in uh, in our language, but uh, here. In a very, 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 Oh, I am so part of why I travel all over is for um, fine wines and brewing in general. Um, yes, I. so I've come here because I have heard of some, I don't know, interesting things. Oh, yes. You also heard a lot of things. What do you hear? Well, it's a little bit hush-hush right now. I'm just they all kind of look conspiratorially at, at each other. But... We are uh, from the same country. You could tell me. We are brothers, right? You and I, we are brothers. We, we are, yes, we are brothers. Okay. If you need to say there it, will, if you will need to say it in our tongue, that is totally okay. We don't have to tell everybody. There will be a new establishment. <gasps> what kind of establishment? Is it, is it a brewery? It is a brewery. Oh, all the way here in Vedalili. Yes. Well, that is that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you have uh, any uh, future uh, business ventures? I'm uh, very interested in uh, learning a bit about you, Ricardo. It is so weird because your name is Ricardo and my name is I Ricardo. Know, it's I like know. I'm talking to so, myself. It is so silly. Um, you know, I I just kind of go wherever I hear of big things happening, and I don't know. I come from a family of brewers, though. And have kind of learned my craft, and so kind of I am just more of a connoisseur. The Nightingale. I haven't, uh, I haven't heard of that uh, family. What uh, your your brewers? What part of Caligo are you from? Um, oh, kind of all over, you know. Give me a deception <laughs> roll. <laughs> Nineteen. Big family. Oh no, that that makes sense. Uh, wh- what uh, where it, where is the uh, your family's brewery at? Where where do you think? Well, where uh, are all the breweries? <laughs> <laughs> Give me deception. <laughs> oh, nice, <Yes. laughs> natural twenty. Um, okay. No, but it's twenty-four. He kind of looks you up and down. You would have been uh, a bit of coy, but if I had to guess. Mm, I would definitely say Alalonga. Yeah, Alalonga. Of course. I'm from Alalonga. What is the name of your What is the name of your brewery? What is the best brewery there? Are you messing with me? <laughs> I'm not. Are you serious? Yes. You own the gilded crescent horse on the mountain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which one? The one on the east side of the city or the west side of the city? Oh man, you are getting inglorious <laughs> right now. 
obviously the best one. Did you say? What, I sorry. Did you say the best, best or west? The best. The, well, that's an opinion. Of course, you would think yours is the best, but which one is it? But which? Let's ask this. Which one do you think is the best? <laughs> <laughs> one more deception roll, please. Eighteen. Oh. He kind of looks you up and down. What if I say the wrong one and don't want to offend you? I am not offended. It is fine. Like I you said, that I the, travel. The east, the east one is a little bit better. That is great because I am from Oh east my one. god, that, this, that yes. is wonderful. Yes. Uh, are there any new things going on tap? You know, I don't know. It has been so long since I have been back. Um, I'm kind of just traveling around looking. I don't know. I see, I see. Yes. You're keeping the cards closer to your best. I, 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 I think that's nice. Yes. Well, Ricardo, you, let's talk more later. Yeah, of course, Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo, we're both so Ricardo. Funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Ricardo. Aww. That's so strange, right? Yes. That's so weird. Yes. Okay. Well, see you later, Miss the Nightingale. Ricardo. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo, goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Vader Lily. <laughs> Gorble. Yes. You and Mrs. Penny Lively uh, approach a young, extremely handsome noble with uh, kind of like light brown, kind of goldeny hair. He looks like he definitely primped his hair for the event. He's got very, very expensive looking clothing on. Um, and he kind of turns and looks at you guys. Hey. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? So, you guys from Vader Lily? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I I extend my hand. He looks at it. Oh, yeah. And he like shakes it. Is this Chad now? <laughs> okay. Sort of. <laughs> oh. I, I was told that I just had to meet you. Huh, cool. Right on. <laughs> I am the other Miss Penny Lively here tonight. Oh, there's two. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yes. I'm Neela. Ah, cool. And your name? <laughs> huh? <laughs> your name? What's your name? Me? Oh, no. Yes. Ah, uh, Dreslin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Interesting name. I don't he, like, think s- I've... scratches his, the side of his head and, like, looks around. His brain comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, do you, what do you do around here? Oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm Dreslin. <laughs> I gathered that. Um, uh, I imagine this do is you, what Willem's doing in the corner. <laughs> is your family from here? Uh, yeah. Did they lose you? <laughs> I what? Think he lost his goddamn huh? self. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Um, do you like horses? I love horses. Cool. <laughs> do you like cake? What? Cake. <laughs> do you like cake? Uh, he like looks around. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Whoa. We actually have a ton in common. Huh? Yeah. I just—it's—it's it's always interesting going to these parties. You never know who you're going to meet and if you're going to connect with them. So, I mean, the first person I'm introduced to is just like—it's like we've known each other our entire lives, right? No, we just met. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> so, um, He's responding to nothing now. <laughs> the singularity has occurred. I feel like 
I feel like this was a fantastic conversation. I would love to speak with you a little bit more. You love me? Oh, cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I am parched, and I, I would love to go grab a drink. So Parched? Oh, I got I got a drink. And he, like, holds his cup up. <laughs> I, I look at Miss Penny Lively. And she just she's just smiling like very <laughs> a very pressed smile, and but almost like she's trying not to laugh. Oh, I would never take your drink from you. No, it's it's cool. I took it from somebody else. Here you go. <laughs> oh, I I accept it. I don't drink it. Oh yeah. Dr- drink up. Oh, um. <laughs> I I. Horrible. Do you have to sneeze by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Do you spill it? Yes. Oh my gosh, oh. I am such a klutz. Right on. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I need to go clean myself up. I think that splashed on my dress. Oh, Excuse right. me for just a moment. Right on. Right on. I grab Miss Penny Lightly <laughs> by the arm and think to her, what the fuck was that? <laughs> well, I did warn you. He's uh, he's a bit a bit dumb. But... Isn't he? Isn't he quite attractive? Oh my God, he is so hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid. But like, and, and wealthy, very, very wealthy. But like, what? What do you do with someone like that, right? Exactly. You have fun for a while and then move on. I don't even know how fun that would be. I mean, like, wh- <laughs> that was confusing. <laughs> I'm confused. You're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's always interesting to like introduce people to him, though, because it's you. You have to experience that. It. Was kind of a mean trick, though. <laughs> I I'm mean, sorry. I thought there could be something there, just based on his on his looks. But oh no, absolutely oh, not. There will be nothing. <laughs> Is he like being controlled by someone? No, I just think he's lived a, a very, very heavily pampered life. Guys, wait! They have cranberries over here. <laughs> Oh, I do enjoy cranberries. They're way good. Way good? <laughs> Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Tomar. At that moment, you guys hear an announcement. <laughs> We're out of cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever ate all the cranberries, please report to the principal's office. Somebody left their lights on on the carriage. Horses running around the yard. <laughs> One of the guys tried to grab him and he fell and the horse kicked him in the face. <laughs> He's now Dreslin. <laughs> <laughs> He's stood right over there. He's an ugly Dreslin. <clears throat> you hear. Introducing from Veldalin. Lalette. Sorry. Draun Thundara. And the door is open and you see almost an identical image of Thundara back back home in Wolves Rest and the Countess and she has no hair sharp half elf ears a long flowing black gown with a very serious expression on her face that bitch is not from Veldalyn <laughs> I think to everyone and standing behind her is a familiar face from Deepminster Captain of the Guard, Scipio. And that's where we're going to end for the night. What? Sippy Cup! Yes. Well, (laughs) welcome to the new arc, motherfuckers. New arc, who dis? Yeah. (laughs) It's us, the wolves. 
Oh, you guys are the wolves. I'm not. Oh, okay. You wish. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Get back in your cage. Poser. <laughs> All right. Tell me what you need points for. Oh, also, I got to give you guys your boons. Who had boons last time? Boon. I'm up to 39 presently. 39? Okay. Well, did you get a boon then already? Yes, you I, got a boon and you got a boon. Did Pinwin get a boon? Everybody, no, look under your I'm chairs. I'm at twenty nine. <laughs> I'm at forty two. Okay, so God you're damn. actually at twelve, and you're actually at nine. So because they start over once you hit thirty. I have okay. fifty two. So how many do I have? Twenty two. Okay. I didn't get my boon though. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna give them to oh. you right now because I told you I'd give it to you last time. But. Cool. Okay, so, uh, Willem, your boon is boon of the night spirit. While completely in an area of darkness, you can become invisible as an action. You remain invisible until you take an action or a reaction. That's way cooler than mine. Yours, I forgot to tell you, gives you a plus 10 to intimidation. Oh. Ooh. That's Never mind. Dope. <laughs> I was like, wow. When I'm in the shadows? Yeah, in complete darkness, you can become invisible until you take an action. But if I'm already in complete Okay. No, you'll remain invisible even when you leave the darkness. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. You're invisible. Everybody closes their in eyes. In the dark. <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> That's, yeah, I was just sort of like, wait a minute. This sounds like older brother fuckery. <laughs> yeah, your controller's totally plugged in. Um, and yours is the boon of the true speaker, Gorble, which uh, you, your bardic inspiration now affects all allies within 30 feet. Or, sorry. Ooh. Within 60 feet. Wow. Shit. That's awesome. You should put these on Reddit before you give them to us. Be like, hey, tell me how broke this shit is. Oh. <laughs> no, these are actual heroic boons. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Good. Okay. But I will be making some up. Like yours, yours is pretty much made up, but... All right, tell me why you guys deserve boon points. Um, somehow fucking holding my own with the <laughs> stuff. That was good. That was good. Ooh, okay, we came up with some dope disguises. That's true. It's really good. What else did everybody do? Finding a secret, finding a secret passageway. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You found a secret passageway. And then you didn't open up the chest. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. We did a business. <laughs> you did a business. I was very food focused this episode. I was, yeah. He stumbled onto the cranberries. And the biscuits. <laughs> and the biscuits. <laughs> and the ham and cheese platter. I found common ground with Dresland. <laughs> did you? That didn't seem like you did. Horses. <laughs> and, and cake. cake. Maybe he seemed confused. Yeah. <laughs> good, <laughs> good luck to any of you trying to find common ground with that guy. It just becomes a dating sim, and we're all trying to court Dresler. Uh, like, okay, I'm crack that, that fucking code. Like a, that sounds like a good birthday plan. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody gets five points of boon. Ooh, you're one close. more, and you, yeah. All right, now we are going to vote on tonight's MVPC. <laughs> Most valuable player character. Who do you guys think deserves an extra five points of boon? I'll give you a moment to decide. I have it. Tomar. Have sorry. Willem is one. Tomar is two. Pinwin is three. And Gorble is four. So when you're ready, hold up the amount of fingers indicating the person whose number it aligns with. One. Two, three, vote. 
We've got three votes for Pinwin and one vote for Gorble. Why did you vote for Gorble, Pinwin? Um, because I went off into the dark hall and she would have had to do that meeting by herself. And it was, <laughs> so I'm glad that she was there to be um, yeah, doing that. Also, telepathic bond is really like important to have, and I'm glad that she was there helping us with that. Truth. I also really liked her and Dresslin's conversation. <laughs> Very riveting shit. So very yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, Willem, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Uh, mostly just handling that entire uh, interaction mm-hmm. with the Corkaligos. Corkaligoan. Mm. Um, yeah. The Corkaligoan. The Ricardos. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was really fun and that was interesting and the roles were just lots of fun too. Nice. Uh, Gorbel, why'd you vote for Pinwin? I liked uh, I liked the lying, mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly the lying. Also, great disguises. Mm-hmm. Pinwin is always fantastic at creating a good disguise. Very nice. And Tomar, <clears throat> ditto for those things, and then resisting the temptation to open a chest that's in a random room. Uh, Pinwin's growing a little bit. That's true. I'm not rewarding him for that. <laughs> I did want to know what was in there. Yeah. It was very curious, but given that we... We're on a business deal. Yeah, we were just trying to broker... Yeah, broker friendship and uh, partnership. Probably not a good idea to break that trust immediately. Yeah. Nice. I appreciate all of that. So that means tonight's MVPC is Pinwin Take your five points of boon yeah. and add it to your pile and maybe you'll get a boon. You'll maybe yeah. get a boon. Have you gotten yourself a boon? Yeah, 39 is what I have. Now. Okay. Give me one second. Do you have different Pinwin columns for each of us? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Pinwin gets a boon. Pinwin gets a boon. Oh, yeah. Pinwin gets a boon. Everyone's got a boon. Pinwin has a boon. Boon there it is. Boon. Boon daddy. Boon of peerless aim. Once a day, you can give yourself a plus 20 bonus to a ranged attack roll you make. Jesus. Fuck. Time to kill a god. (laughs) Or a small child in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Attack, not damage, just FYI. It's a fucking harpoon. (laughs) (laughs) Obliterates a child in the street. Sticks him to the cobblestone. (laughs) Nice. Actually, I'm going to change it because Uh-oh. once seems like not enough. Three times a day. Yeah. Holy shit. That seems like too much. That's three Two times kids. a day. Yay. <laughs> two. Yay, Tomar is happy. <laughs> Somebody fucking. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> the mask. 1996. Anybody? <laughs> Nobody seen it? Oh, weird. I, I got to show you guys. I've never something. heard of that. They Who's call in me it? Cuban Pete. <laughs> I'm the king of the rumba beat. All right, guys, that's it for tonight's episode of the D20 Syndicate podcast, The Lineage of Moonreach, starring... No, I'm kidding. Um, 
Me. <laughs> Ricardo Nightingale. <laughs> and other <As> Ricardo. <laughs> um, no, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the reviews. Um, please keep pumping those out. Visit our social media, all of our uh, offerings that we have here out in the social media world and in the internet. Check out our website. Check out our Patreon. Make us warlocks. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Once again, thanks to all of you listeners. We couldn't have done it without you. We actually just had the top downloaded day we've ever had yesterday. So keep it up. We broke all sorts of records with it. And we love it. We love you. Thank you. Yeah. I am your host and DM Seth. And this is the D20 Syndicate podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Later. Bye, baby. We love you. Bye. 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 It totally is a thing in schools because they have a D&D club at Grace's middle school. She probably picks on those kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spits on them. This fucking is an nerds. anime nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weeb. Have you guys decided on a name yet? No. Seaburn. Are you lying? And you actually have one? No. Okay. I'm rolling for insights. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed very suspicious. It did. But that's okay. It's your right to yeah. keep it quiet. I don't ever have to tell you his name. <laughs> you never <laughs> don't ever talk to me or my hey. son. His name Again. is Baby to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the Edgar Wright movie? <laughs> Hello, child. <laughs> that's Mr. Child. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Mr. Child was my father. <laughs> I'm Mr. Mr. Child. <laughs> Sweet baby boy, Giannis. <laughs> baby Billy Giannis. <laughs> Uncle baby Billy Giannis. Uncle baby Billy. 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 Yes. Oh, I can't wait for that show to come back. But yeah, yeah uh, Petulant Knife Claw. That's that's <laughs> the name that I... It's winning for me. So Not Petulant it. White Claw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's even better. When I ran into Tony at the ER last week, I God, really, so weird. I really what? wish that I would have told him that I was, when he asked, like, are you okay? I wish that I would have said that it was a ring throwing injury. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was too drunk are and like out of it. To... You ran into him at yes. the ER? Yes. <laughs> Did you miss that one? Was that in the chat? Yeah. <laughs> was, Alex broke his ankle. It was like midnight. Oh, Alex right. obliterated yeah, his ankle. I saw the picture. When mom told me, I'm like, he was walking? <laughs> like, he broke it walking? On ice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he just super sucked at walking I, on ice. Apparently, there was alcohol involved, though. I'm so. sure, yeah. Because it seemed like Tony was pretty deep into his cups. <laughs> It was just like, it was the last person I expected to see when I came in But he in was there. the first person you saw. Yeah, like the doors like leading into the ER opened up and Tony came out and I like did a double take and I looked at him and said, hey, and he like did a double take and he was like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
and you can't really like ask people like why they're at the ER. So I'm just like, you good? You cool? You fine? <laughs> you bring gunshot wound? Like <laughs> running into someone at Menards and they have a bunch of murderer supplies in their car. And you see the you shovel, good? the rope, plastic tarp. <laughs> Everything all right? The bathroom. How's Linda? My house. How's Linda? <laughs> Dead. I mean, <laughs> dieting. Not dead. <laughs> Definitely not dead. So your brothers are super prone to slipping on ice. By the way, <laughs> we saw a a license plate when we were <laughs> driving here today. Oh no! <laughs> Said R.I.P. Eric. <laughs> what? I was like, that either says R.I.P. Eric or Ripperick. And either way is very odd. It was definitely R.I.P. Eric, though. But it was their license plate. I was imagining, like, Eric died and he, like, married his wife and's driving his car around. Jesus. Yeah, like, what... What possesses a person to be like, this is a good Well, Eric's memoriam. spirit is possessing that car. <laughs> this is a Disney movie from the early 90s yeah. about how dad gets turned into a car and realizes that he shouldn't spend as much time at a soul-sucking job and should spend more time with his kids. But now memories. he's a car, so fuck now you. He's a car. It's like fluke, but cars yeah. instead of dogs. It's a shaggy dog instead of dogs. It's a car. He has hiccups right now. That is weird. <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> mm. It's it sucks because like you don't hear it and you don't feel it on the outside. I just feel it on the inside. Does it feel like you have hiccups? Yes, but like it's in my lower gut because that's his head is like way down yonder. So So he's just like ready funny. to go. Yeah. Yep. Easy bake oven has dinged. Yeah. <laughs> His, and his, Does it feel like you're holding here. it in at this point? Like, I feel like he could fall out. Like, he's <laughs> just like, just, I don't know, ready to go. Oh, my God. Go. It's What if you went into labor while we were recording? Would we finish? <laughs> we, take, <laughs> we take the equipment with us to the hospital. Got to finish the episode. We just have Pinwin got shot in combat. So you're just like, ah! <laughs> Pinwin, calm down. Anyway, guys, so we're it's here at this tavern. Okay. <laughs> it's a role-playing episode, okay? And standing behind her is a familiar face. And that's where we're going to end for the evening. Oh, I feel like you got to say who the face is. Come on. That's a better cliffhanger. <sighs> that's Jack. We'll back it up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Came in the back. <laughs> oh, nice. I followed a rabbit here. <laughs> yeah, so basically, as kind of like a broad strokes recap for each of you guys, Tomar's been like spreading out his uh, conquest. <laughs> uh, he's been. He's been basically crafting uh, a small army of uh, constructs to help you guys. Mm-hmm. He's also summoned a lot of dwarves back to um, Wirecrag. Um, he has also been having the gnomes dig in the like tunnels beneath the city uh, to kind of unearth some like gems and and uh, gold and and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, and just been doing general general stuff to, like, gather some information. Pinwin's been focused on, uh, like, the tavern and kind of business ventures that have been sent his way. Um, 
and uh, trying to like basically make more money. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Gorbel's been sending out agents uh, all over Veldlin, uh gathering information that way to try to find more, uh, basically like network connections and stuff like that to figure out what's going on because Gorbel has made it very apparent to me <laughs> how like <laughs> frustrating it is that they can't just go like blow up the ziggurat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Willem has been traveling and kind of being one of uh, Gorbel's ears and bringing back information, but also exploring, finding some cool shit um, and doing that, that sort of thing in the time that's passed. So, yeah. So that's kind of where you guys would know everyone else's, uh, been up to. 